This is Retire Strong Radio with Eric Scoggins from ETS Financial Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Eric provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Retire Strong Radio with Eric Scoggins. Well, hello and welcome back to Retire Strong Radio. My name is Eric Scoggins with ETS Financial. If you would like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 770-904-1978. Or you can simply visit us online at etsfinancial.com. And hey, while you're at the website, click on that radio page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple podcast or Spotify. And please do not hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. So, Although many financial experts had long been expecting it uh, when the news broke on May 4th that the Fed was going to raise interest rates by half a point, it still felt like a clap of thunder. News networks and websites spent much of the rest of the day breathlessly debating what the Fed's decision could mean for the economy. Of course, many of those stories, while informative and important, didn't always spend a lot of time discussing what the rate hike means for average Americans who have money in the market or who may be very close to retirement, a time when, you know, typically economic anxiety often is spiking anyway. On our episode today, we're going to do our best to break down the Fed's decision and examine what what it means for not only the economy, but for people just like you and me. But before we do that and take a stroll through the wonderful world of Fed rate hikes, let me introduce my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, who I think is top notch, even if he does not get big headlines (laughs) in the Wall Street Journal. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not mentioned in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, That's more fame than I can, about as much fame as I can handle is doing a, co-hosting a radio show with you, Eric. And that's, that's probably more than I can handle that kind of fame. That's not saying a lot much. (laughs) Oh, it is, Eric. You're a radio star. You know that. And, uh, and a financial guru. So, um, this sounds like an interesting show because I've heard a lot about this Fed rate hike. I've seen it yeah. in the news, but you're right. I mean, uh, the majority of the stories, you know, how is this going to affect the markets? How is it going to affect the economy? But all that affects average Americans out there. It affects all of us. And I think a lot of people might be unsure, hey, what does that mean for me? Right. Absolutely, Tony. Absolutely. So we're going to we're going to use a number of really interesting articles today to really frame our conversation. But let's let's start out with a CNBC article titled Here's what the Fed's half point rake hike means for your money. That came out just hours after the news of the rate hike broke. So the first thing that the article notes is that the Fed's half point increase is its largest bump in more than two decades. So you're probably asking yourself, well, why now? Well, at the root, the increase is in response to our current and much publicized bout of significant inflation. As the article explains, the Fed is really trying to walk a very fine line of tamping down inflation without damaging the economy. The rate hike could help 
the skyrocketing prices that you're paying at the pump, the grocery store, and the lumber yard. But as with any other piece of our financial lives, there certainly could be a downside as well. Well, sure. There's always the potential downside, and and that's the situation. We're going to take a look at that here. And I would like it if you could give our listeners a 40,000-foot view, so to speak, an overview of just what role interest rates serve in our economy and what the Fed rate hike is. Certainly. Yeah. So, so basically the Fed rate, which is the, the, the central bank will set that rate is the interest rate that banks will use to borrow and lend money to each other. Okay. So that's not necessarily the rate that the average person is going to pay, but an interest rate hike typically impacts the borrowing and saving rates that you and I will see uh, day to day to put things even more simply, you know, higher interest rates mean borrowing costs, more uh, savings will eventually earn more as well. In the current climate, it may be a smart move to pay down debt, especially credit cards and other variable rate debts, and dedicate more money to traditional savings. Well, my first question after the rate hike was, hey, how's this going to hit borrowers? Sure. Tony, that's a very good and also a very important question. You know, the quick answer is that both credit card borrowers and home buyers will see increases. In fact, CNBC is pretty straightforward in its prediction that short term borrowing rates, especially for credit cards, are almost certainly going to surge. Generally, credit cards come with variable rates, and that means that those rates are tied directly to the Fed rate. That means that you may want to be prepared for a percentage rate jump uh, within your next handful of bill cycles for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And on previous shows, you've talked about ways to pay down debt. And during those conversations, you focused on paying off your highest interest rate cards first. You've mentioned that before. And it seems to me that the, you know, the likelihood of a percentage rate jump is a great reason to sit down with somebody like yourself, Eric, a financial services professional, to work out a strategy that's going to get the credit card albatross off your neck, especially with higher interest rates. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Tony. I couldn't agree more. And we talk a lot about, you know, you can never, ever be completely financially free until you're debt free. So we're constantly talking about getting rid of debt. Uh, debt is bondage. So as the article highlights, you know, credit card rates are currently sitting at just over 16%. That's on average, which is certainly a lot higher than most other consumer loan rates out there. But after the Fed's decision, it's possible that credit card rates could nudge up to 18, 19% by the end of 2022. So, you know, while a, a couple of point percent increase jump may not sound like a lot, once you start paying the bill each month, believe me, you're really going to notice it. Yeah, I mean, credit card interest is usually outrageously high anyway. So, wow. Uh, why don't you let us know what some of your recommendations would be for getting out from under excessive credit card debt? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, obviously, in addition to working with some uh, financial service professional that can help guide you in creating a game plan, but one of the simplest things you can do is simply pick the phone up and call your credit card company directly and try to get, negotiate a lower rate. Uh, that will often work. But if it doesn't, you may want to also consider consolidating some of those high interest rate debts uh, to maybe a lower interest home equity loan uh, and be done with those you know, double digit numbers. 
in terms of the interest rates. And an interest-free balance, you know, transfer credit card, you know, may also be a solution to help out in this kind of scenario as well. Yeah. So uh, what does the rate hike mean for homeowners out there? Well, Tony, you know, because many long-term mortgage rates are fixed, you know, many homeowners won't really be affected by the rate hike. However, the story is different for those looking to buy a home. So shortly after the Fed's news, the average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage rate jumped to 5.5%, which is the highest rate since 2009. And according to the CNBC article, some experts think a rate of somewhere around 6% by the end of the year is certainly possible. In fact, as of today, you know, depending on your credit score and the type of fixed rate mortgage that you're looking at, you know, if it's fixed or FHA or VA, Tony, some of those rates are already over 6%. Yeah. Yeah. And that's crazy. I noticed that uh, some rates were over 6% and I'm so happy my wife and I locked in uh, a mortgage. We refinanced the house uh, when the interest rates are low and got a 2.8. So a 2.8 compared to 6% is huge, right? I mean, it makes a world of difference in your payments each month and how much you're paying on the house. Yeah, 100%, absolutely correct. But obviously, you know, everything uh, is, is is relative. I was talking to my in-laws uh, last weekend, and I guess their first mortgage rate, interest rate they got was like 16% or something. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we don't get there. Yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, uh, when we bought our first house, my wife and I, and we were excited to get like, 9.9 or something. There you so, go. Yeah. There you go. So there you have it. Well, uh, let's take a minute here, though, to let our listeners know how they can get a strategy in place to deal with interest rates and rising inflation, market volatility, everything that's going on out there. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have specific questions and would like a complimentary consultation. How can they get that with you? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. Yeah, all things financial, we're here for you. Um, so listeners, y'all can visit our website at etsfinancial.com. That's etsfinancial.com. Or just call our office at 770-904-1978 uh, to discuss how we might be able to help you, help to answer your questions or maybe address your concerns about your path to retirement or actually address some of the th- current things that are going on right now economically. Uh, we are here to serve. We are here to educate. We are here to guide. So, um, you know, reach out to us and we'll do everything in our power to give you guidance that will put you in the right direction. Yep. Pick up the phone. Give Eric Scoggins a call. You want to work with somebody who's going to look out for your best interests and make sure you're not making critical mistakes that could cost you your retirement or Uh, a lot of money. You want to minimize that tax burden, maximize your social security and uh, all your investments. Make sure you have a proper balance. So pick up the phone, give Eric a call. And uh, today we've been talking about the fallout from the Fed's recent half point rate hike. And during the first segment, you talked about how the rate increase could potentially affect credit card and mortgage rates. In fact, it already has, as you mentioned, Uh, But we do have a lot more to cover. I'm curious about whether the Fed's rate hike could have an impact on auto loans because uh, in all seriousness, my car, I am now looking for a new car. It's getting to that point. And I I think my timing's bad (laughs) as far as uh, there's a a supply chain issue with cars. There's a shortage. They're very expensive. And now interest rates, I assume, on auto loans are going to go up as well, right? 
Absolutely. And that's so important. You touched on timing, you know, time, I always tell folks that jokingly, but it's true. You know, it doesn't matter if it's cars or investments there. I always say there is no good investment. Only timing makes it so. So timing yeah. is very important. A lot of things in life for sure. sure. But Tony, um, the CNBC article that we've been referencing, uh, it raises a really interesting point about auto loans. You know, though auto loans are fixed, Payments are ballooning because of the fact that, as you just mentioned, vehicle prices have gone way up. If a new car is part of your plan in the coming months, you're going to have to shell out more, possibly a lot more. So what are your thoughts, Tony? Well, yeah, exactly. And and even if you're going to buy a used car now, they're a lot more expensive. Absolutely. So I, I think that's really important to understand. <laughs> So my next question, though, is what does the Fed rate increase mean for savers? Great question, Tony. So as the article explains, while the Fed doesn't directly influence deposit rates, they do typically correlate to the changes in the target Fed funds rate. Accordingly, the savings account rate for at some large banks has been consistently, you know, extremely low, 0.0 nothing percent, we call it. Yeah. But because Deposit accounts, you know, are still largely controlled by brick and mortar banks. They've been very slow to tick up. And the CNBC article expects that that's going to continue for some time. But there's a, another important point I want to make here about savings rates. Uh, thanks to, you know, mainly how much they can save on, say, overhead expenses and things of that nature, the average savings rate from online banks is currently a lot better. You know, you're talking about, you know, a half a percent. I actually saw one today, Tony, that was advertising a healthy 1.25%, uh, which is much better than your typical brick and mortar banks. Also, the top yielding CDs today, um, you know, are currently north of, you know, one to maybe even 2%, depending on how much you're in putting into the CD and which bank you're uh, with, which is, you know, definitely better than a, a high yielding savings account. But of course, it's still what we would call Tony lazy money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And uh, you're definitely not keeping up with inflation then, are you? I mean, inflation is taking a huge bite out of savings right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if you've got a lot of money sitting in a, in a, a bank or a money market savings type account, if it's a lot more than you need for emergency and opportunity funds, I mean, with inflation going on at, you know, 8%, that's about a negative 8% return on your purchasing power there. So certainly don't want to keep more than you need in those type of accounts. So you know, what this means is that the money you have in savings is slowly losing purchasing power. And while on one hand, you know, that is dispiriting news. On the other hand, the savings vehicles you choose could obviously, you know, make a difference in uh, how uh, productive or how lazy that money actually is. The article recommends to ensure that the cash you have saved is getting a better yield because of the current period of rising rates that we're dealing with. Well, that sounds good. In fact, you know, uh, I think uh, this is really good. You've covered a lot, but one of the things I wanted to ask is how does a rate increase affect the stock market? I mean, we've seen uh, some crazy okay. volatility and the stocks take a dive. Some people say part of that is when the Fed raised the interest rate a half a percent, which is more than they've uh, the biggest single rate increase in over 20 years, that that did have a negative impact on the market. What are your thoughts on that? 
Yes. Uh, so, Tony, that's certainly a vital question. Uh, a Forbes article titled, What Happens When the Fed rise, Raises Interest Rates? It does really provide some useful insights. So this article explains, and it really makes it clear, that high market interest rates do have the potential to negatively affect the stock market. You know, when the Fed increases the rate, borrowing often becomes more expensive. And that means that the cost of doing business is costlier for public and private companies alike. Accordingly, as time goes on, the supply of money in circulation contracts, which generally lowers inflation while also cooling off the economy as a whole. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is the more it costs to borrow, the worse it is for businesses. Is that right? Well, it's not an absolute, but it's often the case uh, if the expense of borrowing money rises too high, uh, the opportunity to increase investment in capital goods may become much more difficult for some companies. Uh, for some public companies, a combination of higher cost and reduced business could also lead to less revenue and stunted growth. And all of that could ultimately lead into reduced stock value for sure. Yeah, which I think it has, <laughs> basically, yeah, right? There's no I doubt mean, about it. Yeah, there's no doubt about that from what we've seen lately. And and like you say, it's a domino effect that I think a lot of people can understand. And I'm sure it's already caused a lot of people to pick up the phone and call their financial services professional. And sure. uh, if they aren't already working with one, they should call you, Eric. And if they are, uh, come in for a second opinion. Even if you think you've got a, a solid plan, right now is a good time to get a second opinion, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I always say that you cannot get an objective second opinion from the person who gave you the first opinion. So <laughs> right. very, very important to have that, uh, that reviewed. So speaking of, uh, dominoes, Tony, uh, you know, Forbes notes that the psychological impact of the rate increase may be the biggest domino to fall after the feds decision. After a, after a rate increase, it's not uncommon for some traders to hastily just sell off stocks and transition to a more defensive strategy. The problem is that some of them do it so before it can be determined what will happen after the increase has had time to work its way through the entire economy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they jump the gun. And my takeaway from that, Eric, is, hey, don't panic. Be patient. Uh, work with yes. a financial services professional. Uh, adjust as needed, but stick to the strategy and have a strategy. Absolutely. I think that's a good assessment. Obviously, you do have to make adjustments. There are certain uh, sectors of the economy that, that are working in this kind of environment, and there's certain sectors and, and, and styles of investing that are not. So the sure. stock market can definitely be uh, a scary place to be if you don't know where to be. Uh, I want to circle back on that Forbes article. It also notes uh, that a rate increase will impact bonds uh, because they're especially sensitive to shifts in the interest rates out there. So when the Fed increases rates, the market prices of existing bonds immediately drop. And I always tell folks it's kind of like a seesaw you know, or a teeter-totter, depending on where you're from. You know, there's an inverse relationship between stock value or, or bond values rather and interest rates. So when interest rates go up, bond values fall when interest rates go down, bond values rise. So because when you buy new bonds that will soon enter the market, uh, offering purchases higher interest rate payments to reflect those overall rates, current bonds will drop in price. 
to make their lower interest rate payments more appetizing to investors. As the article also tells us, when economic prices rise, the central bank generally increases its target rate in an effort to cool an overheated economy. Additionally, inflation also decreases a bond's face value, which may be particularly concerning for longer maturity debt. So that's why being in bonds right now can be a tricky place, yeah, uh, especially rough. if it's longer term bonds. Yeah. Long term bonds with uh, the inflation coupled with uh, the Fed rise, raising the interest rate is a double whammy for, for bonds. It's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, for sure. it's a disaster for bonds and bond prices. That is for sure. So, uh, you know, we've covered a lot. And before we go, I have one last question. What's the best way for the average person out there to navigate their way through all of this? Yeah, great question. Or even Tony. the unaverage person, anyone. <laughs> well, really, I mean, it, it's a very, uh, very confusing time for a lot of people that really don't know where to turn or what to do. So I'll stick with my tried and true advice here. And I'll just say, look, find you a fiduciary financial financial services professional that you can work with. You know, in, in the days since the Fed announced its rate hike, We've all been inundated, you know, with 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 wave after wave of, of, of information, this information overload. Some of it you know, has been good and some of it has been bad. Uh, don't try to figure it all out yourself. Work with someone who uh, is uh, specializes in this area and, and who can guide you through it by creating a plan uh, to help you to sleep well at night. Ah, the SWAN plan, S-W-A-N, sleep well at night. And make Absolutely. sure you ask, are you a fiduciary when you talk to a financial services professional? Because For sure. that, that means they are obligated to do what is in your best interest. And Eric, I know uh, you're a fiduciary and that is what you do. That is so important. Well, great show today. Before we go, let our listeners know one more time that phone number and web address so they can get a hold of you. Absolutely. So the phone number is 770-904-1978. We welcome your calls and you can visit us online at etsfinancial.com. All right. Thanks, Eric. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retire Strong Radio with our host, Eric Scoggins. Thank you for listening to Retire Strong Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a solid retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Scoggins at ETS Financial Services. Call 770-904-1978 or visit them online at etsfinancial.com. Investment advisory services are offered by First Advisors National LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through ETS Financial Services LLC. First Advisors National LLC and ETS Financial Services LLC are affiliated companies. Eric Scoggins and ETS Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives. Representatives prior to implementation.